Hello, listeners. Uh, listen, unfortunately, I've had a lot going on uh, the last few weeks, and we were unable to record this week. But fear not, I have a release from our Patreon back in October of 2019 that I recorded with Josh. Now, we're currently on a break from our Patreon, so if you want to support us directly, go to thatkindofnerd.com where you can go ahead and help us out without doing a whole bunch of red tape. And we're going to be releasing these Patreon episodes when we have weeks off. Now, this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I recorded this episode with Josh, and I am so excited to share it with you. We are doing a retro review of Gone in 60 Seconds, starring Nicolas Cage. So this is the remake. Maybe one day we'll get to the original, but this movie is uh, an absolute blast. Josh and I had a lot of fun talking about it. Uh, cannot wait to hear your opinion. So you know what? Without further ado, let's, uh, let's put the show on the road. Thanks. Thanks for doing this. Keep it real. Think slow. We should get through it just fine. Hello, Ryder, Donnie. Donnie, hello, Ryder. Okay, let's ride. Welcome, patrons, to your exclusive retro review of Gone in 60 Seconds. This is Josh Burns, and I'm joined by CJ Mellon. Woohoo! Hello! Uh, oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. <clears throat> what up? <laughs> it Does doesn't that, work. Doesn't work when, when that happens. Brian, unfortunately, couldn't be here this week. He was arrested when he was trying to boost a 1967 Shelby Mustang GT500 and uh, is now thrown into uh, into jail. This movie stars Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie, and a younger uh, Giovanni Ribisi, uh, Robert Duvall, and I'm missing like nine other different people that are in this movie. This this has a lot of star power. Delroy Lindo. Uh, this came out uh, in June of the year 2000. Really? 2000? I thought this was like earlier 90s. The year of our Lord. God. Uh I got I to gotta tell you, uh, this, this I have a very fond space in my heart for this movie because uh, because of this movie, uh, I bought a Mustang as my first car. My grandmother's name was Eleanor and gave me a little bit of money to buy the said car, right? So I named my Mustang Eleanor, and I was like, it's totally because of, because of grandma, but not because of the fact that I love this movie so much that I named it after Eleanor. Not, not that at all. Uh, my favorite part is the the synopsis of this of this movie. Just just like the the idea of what the storyline is. It's a retired car master thief. That makes no sense. A retired car thief must come back to the industry and steal fifty cars with his crew in one night to save his brother's life. I mean, that is what this movie is. But I, also, I don't know what this movie is, and I've watched it many times, and I still can't figure out this movie. What? Because I, I I don't know if it's so bad it's good. Or it's just it just is something, and I I don't know how to quantify it. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun movie. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It is a classic Nick Cage movie. Like that's the way like I describe it. Like, so have you ever seen Gone in sixty seconds? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, so it's a Nick Cage movie. But like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, but as far as Nick Cage movies go, like it's better than Con Air. Right. It's better than The Rock. I agree with you on this one. And it's better than Face Off. <sighs> I don't know if I could go that far. You know, it's not it's not as good as National Treasure. Correct. And and you can't even put Raising Arizona. Right. Or, yeah, no, none of that. Right. Right. So but like um, this, I mean, in 2000, Nick Cage was was kind of a, a big deal. Like, oh, yeah, this was a this was a really big deal. 
Um, if you if you look at you know some of the other titles like leading up to and following that, I mean, you are talking about you know. I, I guess we should start. We, if you're starting in like the late '90s, you're you are talking about leaving Las Vegas, The Rock, Con Air, Face Off, City of Angels, Snake Eyes, Eight Millimeter, um, then Gone in sixty seconds, and then following Gone in sixty seconds, The Family Man, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Christmas Carol, Wind Talkers. So it went all downhill from Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, until you hit like Matchstick Men, National right. Treasure, Lord of War. Like, I mean, but. But, but those are later of, 2000s, right? That, no, no, that, that was all pre 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. All so five, of these movies I just named were between 96 and 05. Oh, okay. Which is kind of crazy. But how long did it take Nick Cage to recover from Gone in 60 Seconds, is what I'm saying? Gone in 60 Seconds at the pinnacle. When was, when was the next good movie? Uh, 02. Oh, two, 2002. Oh, okay. So no big deal. Adapt- adaptation. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. So like, I mean, that's not, that's not that long. Um, when you consider like the sort the of, the, of depth, normal- the depth and breadth of his shittiness. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, like now, it's, it's really not that bad. This movie has absolutely no affiliation with the 1974 version of gone in 60 seconds. In which a man is uh, hired by a South American drug lord to steal 48 cars uh, no, for him. this is not anywhere close to that. Nothing to do with it. Nope. Uh, but at the same time, they just stole the name and the idea and the concept. So, okay, cool. Wh- whatever. <laughs> this is a Jory Bruckheimer movie as well. So, I mean, I think we've given you the layout. If you haven't seen Gone in 60 Seconds, you now know what to expect. Yeah, lots of booms. Lots of booms, lots of weird mumbling Giovanni Ribisi. I almost need subtitles for him. A, 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 a lot of just really awesome 90s niche, too. It, it is really this movie is a real time capsule of what the 90s and early 2000s were like. The most famous Timothy Oliphant quote ever, <laughs> even though even though nobody knew who he was at the time of this movie. Can we start with that? Is that where we start with this movie? I think you have to. Okay. I- how you doing? Uh, Are you all right? Yeah. Are you okay? Just sit back. You all right? I think so. Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. I love it. It's so... It's after a big car chase. A car... I mean, a cop car gets hit with, like, a a, a wrecking ball. Goes through the wall. And you're like, there's no way anyone survived this. And Timothy, Olyph- Timothy Oliphant, just doing his thing, man. Just Seriously, oh, I so mean, good. he had gone in 60 seconds in 2000. And then probably was... Uh, Nobody knew who he was again nope. until like 2003 Dreamcatcher and A Man Apart and The Girl Next Door was in 04. Yeah, The Girl Next Door is really kind of where it, it, it hit it for me. It was like, hey, he was in God of 60 Seconds. That, right. But then and then in 04, Deadwood. And all of a sudden. Right. Now everyone knows who he is. But like before then, he was just the guy that said, because you just went, went through, through a, a wall. wall. I still quote that every day. Like, yeah, not every too. day, but like every opportunity where it's it's appropriate. Yep. Where someone are, just looks, are you okay? Are you, are you, okay? you sure? Because sure? you just went like someone's right. a little stunned from something that happened. Hey, I just had a weird call. You okay? I mean, are you sure? Because you just went. I mean, it's a great fucking quote. I love it's a it so great much. Quote. Yep. I, I I do want to jump back to the beginning real quick for the actual movie. the 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 opening sequence to this movie is super weird because it starts with like. Again, most 90 things like a ticking clock, right? To show, build the suspense that time is going to be coming to the essence, right? Fast ticking clock inside of it. The gone in 60 seconds words are showing up all over the place with race car zoom in effects. And then it segues into a Moby song going well, through like 
a, a desk full of knickknack pennyback give a dog a bone. Uh, look, in fairness, Whew. that song, that song, flowers. That's a great. dope opening. Song. It's a great song. That's a really good song. But and there's then, two opening titles for this movie. I know it is. It's but again, it's you know what are we what are we expecting? <laughs> I don't know. One intro? Not really. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Baby Driver. This is not. Uh, no, no, it is. No, it is not. Right. So right. I mean, who who made this movie? Who directed it? Dominic Dominic C- Cena Senna. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, has I mean, he, he director of right? such movies as California and Swordfish. <laughs> oh, he directed Swordfish. Okay. He directed Swordfish. All right. Well, I don't this know if is another to, really. I don't know if he wants movie. to brag about that, but he did that. Right. 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 It's gone in sixty was, seconds in Swordfish, and everyone's like, "Oh, it, you're not supposed to do this." The last thing he did, uh, believe it or not, was another Nick Cage classic in 2011 called Season of the Witch. oh god he sure did so i like again from like just arrangement in general i don't really think he's uh top notch but here's the problem i have no problem with the direction of this movie (laughs) are you serious like i have no problem with it it's fine for what it is i went in for a popcorn movie i got a popcorn movie that guy did his job well that's bruckheimer doing his well that's very true i mean and the thing is like the cast of this movie, that the guys that have like smaller smaller roles, Scott Kahn, Robert Duvall, right, right, Eccleston, Chris Eccleston, Vinnie Jones, the, like the doctors these, in this movie, correct? Yes. I mean, these guys went on to have you know pretty. I mean, Duvall was already well established, right? But like yes. all the rest of them have pretty big careers. And and then my my favorite thing is one of the big cruxes of this movie is this relationship between Angelina Jolie and Nick Cage's character, right? Between Sway no and Memphis Reigns, which has no chemistry, just None. zero chemistry. It's awful. They they have this scene where they're making out in a car, and 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 they're talking about you know oh how sexy this car that we're about to to take is, and and they're they're making out with each other, and then they they stop, and then. Just there's no chemistry between these two at all. It's Nick like watching Cage, cousins or sisters kiss. It makes no sense. Nick Cage in real life is like 11 years old than Angelina Jolie, and in the <laughs> in the movie looks 25 years older than Angelina right, Jolie. Yes, uh, just it's it's so weird. And then Giovanni Ribisi and Nick Cage also have no chemistry as brothers. Right. It's yeah. The casting yeah. makes no sense, but they're great at what they're doing. That's a problem. Angelina Jolie does a great job in this movie. Giovanni yeah, yes. Every, is good every in this character movie. in a vacuum was good. It's great, but when you put them together, it just makes no sense. Yeah, the, the best uh, I thought that the best uh, sort of on-screen chemistry was had between uh, Nick Cage and Robert Duvall, Oliphant, and uh, Del Rolando. Oh, those two were great, by the way. They were. They the two were cops in the was, movie, they were absolutely. so good. Yeah. Again, the premise is this: uh, Kip Reigns, right, played by Giovanni Ribisi, uh, messes up when he is uh, stealing cars for Christopher Eccleston's character, uh, who's named uh, Raymond Kalitri, also yeah. known as the Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take that up in a minute. Uh, uh, he he messes up. He messes up on on the big night. His order is is pressing. He only has seventy two hours to get the rest of the cars because the cops now have everything. So Nick Cage has to come out of retirement to save Kip Brain's life. Here's the thing. They give Kip Brain's back. They give him, they give, they, they steal him and say, you have to steal these 50 cards, right? 
and, or and, we're gonna kill or we're gonna kill you so okay now go and go get your brother and and then and then if you don't do this then we'll get you back like well, okay fine sure so Nick Cage recruits all the people that are you know retired and Frankie the Fish is dead right we haven't seen Frankie the Fish in a while uh he got scragged he got scragged <laughs> uh, I'm sorry there's a scene where they're calling all these ex cons to be like. Is anybody there? And there's one person having sex. You sound very. Oh, busy. you sound you sound busy. You, you, oh, sound, you sound very, very busy. busy. Yeah. Uh, just people. I don't know where he is, but he went off with Frankie Fish, and then it's yeah, Frankie Fish. He's dead, man. Yeah, just, he got scragged. Just, <laughs> such a weird term. I'm sorry. So he gets a ragtag group of people together, and they go ahead and 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 they they make this all happen. This movie, man, I I just don't understand the plot. Like I just well, no, that's the thing is like it starts out with like there's a new drug lord in town. Yeah, you know what he's really into? You're like what? It's like carpentry. No, no, no. The new drug lord. What he what he really does well is pledge to deliver fifty top end cars <laughs> to some South American guys. <laughs> like. I'm going to buy all the cocaine from you, but also, would you like to get cars from me? <laughs> what is this business model? Well, again, and, and he also has a, a passion for carpentry, which becomes his Achilles heel in this movie of, of Nick Cage tries to break a chair. He's like, no, no, don't break the chair. Don't break the chair. Just, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place with this movie the, because the, this movie's all over the place. But the furniture, are they're like his children. <laughs> So also, it's, it's my first one. It's coffin. <laughs> I've never my, made a coffin before. It's my first one. Here's my thing. Christopher Eccleston, who later becomes the, the doctor, he's, yep. he's a great actor. Again, everyone in a vacuum, really good in this movie. No, no, no. His character was not written well at all. No, his character was not written well at all. And he has one of the most, like, I, I'll, I'll be honest. He has one line that's supposed to be really intimidating, right? He's he's telling Memphis Reigns, he's telling the Cage's character, get it done or I'm going to kill your brother, right? That's the message of the phone call. And he's trying to drive it home. And he, again, their last name is Reigns. At the end of the call, he goes, you know, it, it never rains, but it pours. And he hangs up the phone. I'm like, whoa, tough guy. What? And then I think wait, about it. Wait, but if it's pouring, it is then raining. It is raining. It makes no sense. What does that line mean? I don't know, but it sounded cool. And that's pretty much this movie. Cars are flying all over the place. Right when he finally steals Eleanor, the prize, you know, Shelby car. Right? He's, when he's getting the last car, it, 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 it can start doing Nas again. Right? Nas as, as showing up before Fast and Furious of just doing impossible things. Uh, it's jumping over <laughs> other cars and, and bridges. Using yeah, using a tow truck flatbed as a ramp. <laughs> as a ramp, like it is. It is a it is a shitstorm of that would never happen. But the whole time you're sitting there going, oh man, I'm on the edge of my seat, man. I hope he makes it. I hope he does it. I hope it's good. <sighs> what what don't we like about this movie? What what sticks out? What what are the things that are like this doesn't work? Um, look, I think with, instead of picking it apart, I will say kind of have to. I, this is. This is one of the original, like, suspension of disbelief. Okay. Like, I was 20 years old. It wasn't, it's not a sci-fi movie, so it's not like the major, oh, this is all believable. Like, because this is real life, it's supposed to be real life. Right. And you're just like, mm, no, no. <laughs> right? So, like, I don't want to pick it apart. I just want to take it and go, yeah, it was fun. Like, uh, all of a sudden, they were able to locate all 50 of these cars, and they were able to somehow jack 50 cars and nobody reported shit missing like 
You're at a mo- you're taking a car from outside a movie theater. That guy's gonna know in uh, how do you, how long was he there? Right. I mean, he's gonna know in a couple hours, right? The the people eating dinner. I mean, an hour, hour and a half max. Right. This isn't tomorrow Cause morning. Because the, the premise is, stolen. if we steal them all in one night, no one can report them missing. No one can begin an investigation. The next day. Therefore, we're done. Right. We're getting away with this scot free. Right. So if I'm picking anything apart, it, it, it's that. It's that part. Here's the thing that that I thought was odd as I watched this movie again. It's a bunch of car thieves doing this for a drug lord, and the drug lord is the bad guy. But the cops are trying to stop him from stealing all these cars. They're on to him right away. No, but they're so, on. Go ahead. The cop. The cops are on to Reigns. Right. And not because of anything other than. Yeah, I know you've been out of the game for 10 years, but, you know, a bunch of cars went missing, and I thought, this felt like Memphis Rand. And he didn't call him Memphis. He kept calling him Randall. Yes. But <laughs> um, he the did. cops. That's right. He didn't call him right. Randall. Okay. Randall. 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 Come here. Yeah, no. Uh, but the, the cops, they get on Kalitri's, and they get shut down by the homicide division. Right. Who are like, no, no, no. He's going down for murder, not for stealing cars. We don't give a shit about any of that. You don't get any resources. Right. right? So they have to like kind of like maverick their investigation. So it's just like, but this has all the elements of like several shitty movies. <laughs> but that's the thing. These two cops, right, are taking upon themselves, though, to figure out why is, is Memphis Reigns back in, in town, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Where did these cars go? Because they are in charge of, of, of that that crime, right? They're 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 part of Grand Theft Auto and they're whatever division they're working on, right? And then when they realize, oh my god, they're stealing the cars because the failed heist, we just found the whole list, right? They're trying to stop them from stealing them. But at the same time, I'm rooting for them, but I'm also rooting for Nick Cage to steal. I'm rooting for both parties on this. Well, you have so what you have is like a weird, unholy marriage, bastard child of a heist movie. Uh, brotherhood coming of age movie, a buddy cop story, a redemption story. Like, right? look how much going, is in there. Uh, I'm by uh, like pick two of those. <laughs> right. Okay. Right? And yep. Let's focus on two of these. Like I, you can, you can give me the, the brotherhood and the redemption with like a, a, a like an undertone of heist. The heist is the, the, right. the connector there. But that's not, they set it up like, oh, no, 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 sir. This is a heist movie, first and foremost. 100% heist. And by the way, enjoy these buddy cops. And you're like, what? (laughs) That's exactly it. I shouldn't feel for them. Right, right? I should not. Because it's a heist movie. They should just be uniform people. They they should just be the red shirts, right? The guy who goes through the wall. You don't care about the guy going through the wall. He's just a cop. But the fact that Timothy Oliphant's character is like, are you okay? Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. I care about the guy who's asking, are you okay? Like, oh, that's hilarious because he did go through a wall. But But that's right. I shouldn't be rooting for them at all. I've seen Heat a thousand times. I don't like Al Pacino. Like, I'm rooting for De Niro. That's, it's very clear. And And again, Pacino's funny. She got a big ass. I mean, he's. (laughs) Very funny, but right. in this, like, I'm like, I don't even know. Do I want the brother to die? Oh, I don't. No, I right. don't want him. I want them to reunite. Why is he putting all that? Oh, he dumped the salt. Why? And the mom, she's like, oh, my baby boy's back. <laughs> but oh, go save your brother. That's the yeah. true. It's it's. Memphis Reigns retires, right? And and Kip, his younger brother, takes up the the mantle of being the car thief, even though he you know, he wasn't supposed to, right? 
Yeah, but the mom who's in there for like a hot, just like a minute, like that's it. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm so glad you're back. I'm glad you're not stealing cars, but go save your brother. Go steal those cars, please. Thank you. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, all right. I guess this is what we're doing now. Uh, I know. Also, uh, I, and I should just, Master P in the role of Johnny B. That's who that was, by the way. Really? Yeah, that's Master P. Um, oh, okay. It was contrived at best. But it was, like, I'm like, oh, this is, and and somehow a guy who's been retired for a decade looks like he's damn near 40 uh like he took a lot like you took his but he took your business i don't understand what's happening how long have you been operating in this area right and why didn't you have a you know beef with him back in the day i don't know my there's one character that i i I just stands out above everybody else as like something that i'm like a guy i was like i like this, this this character which is uh the sphinx right well, how how do you not like Sphinx? He's Vinnie a Jones man, is the man. Vinnie Jones is a man who doesn't talk, right? He just he's a badass motherfucker from the beginning, blowing Works up cars, in the morgue, puts his sandwich on, on a dead, dead person to take a phone call, right? Then yeah. eats the sandwich after it's been on a dead guy, which again, I guess it's sanitary, but at the same time, gross. That's just it's just gross. Uh and then has the line at the end, right? Finally speaks, it's extremely profound. And it's it's worth the laugh. Like it's a payoff through the entire movie that just lands right at the end. And I love it. I just love the fact that he's just so badass. He speaks, he's got this British accent that you weren't expecting. He says something really wise. Everyone mocks he him says, for being wise. He says if his un if his unpleasant wounding has in some way enlightened the rest of you as to the grim finish beneath the glossy veneer of criminal life and inspired you to change your ways, then his injury carry with them an inherent noble nobility and a supreme glory. We should all be so fortunate. You say poor Toby. I say poor us. And like the <laughs> like what Nick Cage goes is, hey, man, I thought you were from Long Beach. Right. <laughs> right. What a beautiful bit. What a beautiful sentiment to. Hey, listen, I know you just watched this movie that was really exciting about a bunch of people resorting to crime and kind of getting away with it all. Right. And at the end, having family. Oh, God. But, you know, crime doesn't pay. And maybe we should all change our ways. Wait a minute. And- you're not from here. right? You ain't from right here. And patrons, before you start giving me shit and anyway try to draw parallels from this. Oh, who would do that? No. I will say the nay. They don't have all this shit going on. They just don't. There's no Coronas at all in Um, this movie. Actually, there's a lot of Coronas. I understand that there are cars, but it's not stealing. Yeah, they're not stealing DVD, Blu-ray, DVD, VHS combos. That's That's not what they're doing. They're hijacking big rig trucks. A whole different movie going on there. Not... Do 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 not shit. And also, I don't hate Gone in sixty seconds. It's a movie I can put on in the right. background any old any old day. <sighs> it's 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 fine. My one of the other things I, I liked about this movie was uh, the use of technology in it and how just absurd it looks then and now. Of uh, hey, you guys got rubber gloves? No, man, we just put these fake fingerprints on you, and look, now you're Elvis. You're like. Okay, but there's more than okay. Fine, right. whatever. All right, sure, cool. <laughs> we'll let that happen. That's fine. Now, do all of you have Elvis prints, or is it just that one guy? Like you're all touching things all over the place. Okay, sure. The the mythical things that you plug into cars that automatically start them, unlock them, and or just do whatever. There's MacGuffin devices in there, whatever to just unlock cars. Okay. Uh, the scanner to unlock your garage door to clone to well, I mean to clone those things, it. Those things exist. Uh, oh, just, just kind of. 
I mean, yeah, it's called a bit writer. They, they exist. Okay, so that one's real. Okay, but then everyone can hack into a DMV mainframe. No problem. You know what, CJ? They're, they're most commonly used for um, car, uh, like remote starts and car security. So, oh, okay. Well, there we go. Now I just, learned something. You just reprogram the brain with a bit writer, and it, it fob sends a sequence, and then that's it. So is this like just, people who are intercepting the the Wi Fi signals from Teslas and using that to hijack Teslas? It's the same thing as as is used to reprogram. It's no different. So it's just cl- I don't know, like. Considering the garage door opener wasn't like you need to be plugged into it. It's not like there's no Wi-Fi. There's no Bluetooth. So there was uh, so uh, <laughs> I was researching for this episode. The fact that, uh, again, the MacGuffin says start cars right away. And I had to learn something about this. Like, does that really work? So there's a Lamborghini Diablo, right, that they have in the movie. And it, it's it, it's hijacked without a key, but it has an electronic fuel pump in it. And it won't operate unless it has a signal from the electronic key. So you need a specific key to steal that car. And they're just like, here's this device, and we've bypassed it. Which means when he goes to sell that car, it's not going to work. What do you, like, you need this. You need keys that have little computer chips inside of it to make it work. Unless the guy who likes making chairs and coffins also has a second side business besides selling drugs. Where he makes fake keys. <laughs> he's got he's got his hands in many baskets. <sighs> I just don't get it. But anyway, I love I love this movie. I love this movie so much. I love how goofy it is. Love it. I do. I love this movie. With a capital L, Joshua. I love this movie. This was a coming of age movie for this is a movie when I was like really starting to care about that. And you know, Angelina Jolie was hot. I was like starting to get into cars like I was in like the eighth grade when this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, I guess you would have been like thirteen. Yeah, this was this was a cool fucking movie All right. for me. Yeah, I was twenty. It was so it wasn't it no. wasn't that great. I you know, and you you're used to the two title sequences that and it's I, cool. Flower it's the song's Flowers by Moby. And I like the fact that it changes colors, right? And we were showing all these and we're showing the photos. We're establishing the, the relationship between uh uh Memphis and Kip. Like we're 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 getting all of that. We're getting some of the story in there, but why Why start with the first one with all the logos all over the place? It just made no sense. It was ADD all over the place. All right, so here, here's my question. Uh, as, as always, our, our tradition is to try to, to get a little knowledge about these these movies. So what do you think the budget was, the estimated budget for this movie? Uh, and again, this is 2000 money. So it was $90 million. All right. $90 million. I, all right. I, I was a little – all right. My median was a little bit higher than that, but okay. Okay. Opening weekend? What 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 did we gross opening weekend? Uh, the budget was ninety. Nine, budget was ninety. Twenty five. Twenty five million dollars for its opening weekend. Gross in the U.S. was one hundred and one million dollars. Cumulative worldwide gross two hundred and thirty seven million. So this made this, this made its money. Oh back. yeah, made well, yeah, and then some. Uh, it, it is. It definitely is is viable. And again, I, again, as the thirteen year old kid, I was like, you know, I'd like to see a. I'd like to see a trailer. If we got to be honest, suffer a second one, that'd be great. You can do more. But thank God, uh, wider heads prevailed. Hold on. All right, Con Air. I, I, I'm going to use that as another frame of reference. It's about the budget. Okay. All right, estimated 75 mil. All right, 90. All right, so I think this is... Yeah, all right. I think that's a Bruckheimer... A Bruckheimer thing. To, to put that in, in larger perspective for you, for the year 2000, right... The top five movies of the year 2000, right? How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Castaway, Mission Impossible 2, Gladiator, and What Women Want. 
Gone in 60 Seconds was ranked the 22nd movie of, of 2000, beaten by like Miss Congeniality, Chicken Run, and The Patriot, right? I'd rather watch this than all of those. <laughs> I, I agree with you. This I'd is also the year. Of, this than How the Grinch Stole Christmas for sure. This was also the year of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Aaron Brockovich and X Men. X Men also came out this year as well. So there was some heavy competition for this movie, and so I mean it did pretty well considering that fact that like it it, it beat other movies out there. Uh, it has not held up, but no, uh, it is very dated. There are a lot of stereotypes in there too, and. You know, Asian women drivers and, and the, 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 the way some of these black characters talk is like, all right, guys, we can't do this anymore. Like, right. uh, uh, you guys really uh, went for the low-handed fruit. And Giovanni Rubisi, I've gotten so much more respect for him after after this. So, you know, sneaky yeah, stuff, you know he's really grown because up as an actor. In this in this movie, Giovanni Rubisi is kind of like a little tough guy. Like, he's yeah. like a thug. Yeah. And that's not that's not his his game there. He's nope. He's supposed to be the smart guy. This was the same year that he did Boiler Room. See, that's hard to believe, actually. Um, Gone in 60 Seconds and Boiler Room came out in the same year. Because Gone in 60 Seconds, like, he looked pretty bulky. And Boiler Room, he's a tiny little guy. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were both released in 2000. I don't know when they were when they were made. Well, wouldn't, it wouldn't much matter. If they were both released in 2000, they had to have been made within a year of each other. Right. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? So, uh, listen, I, I have a very uh, an unhealthy bias. I am extremely... Well, no, you, I, I mean, love you've it. got a you've got a certain affinity. I, I get it. And I love it. I'm not saying I, I didn't. You know, it's not a shitty movie. Better than a movie. Oh, Brian would be mad at us. Uh, mad at us if, I, if we didn't also uh, uh, point out that uh, Bob Kelso, Ken Jenkins makes a small cameo in this movie as well. Uh, why don't you why don't you say that and get yourself a new suit <laughs> and get some 50 cents. Just a fucking cheap guy giving a valet 50 cents. Oh, man. All right. Anything else you want to add? So my here's my honest question now, right? It's 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 2019. Fast and Furious movies are all over the place. Would you recommend someone watch Gone in 60 Seconds for the first time in 2019? Uh, yeah, for the same reason that I'd recommend people watch like Herbie the Love. <laughs> what is that reason? I mean, it's just it's it's kind of it's campy and cheesy and fun. And if you're on a Nick Cage roll, obviously, definitely, yeah. definitely something to, to put in. <laughs> I'm a little tired. I'm a little wired. Like <laughs> a Nick Cage. Swinging for the fences. That's the best part about this guy. He always just goes for it. Makes that happen. I love this movie. A 10 out of 10 in my book. It just please watch it forever. Watch it once. Watch it once a year if you would like. More than generous. Uh, just to just to just to see uh, how how well you can handle that. Uh, I love this movie. It's utterly fantastic. All right, patrons, uh, thank you so much again for your continued support of the show. Hope you enjoyed the discussion. I would love to hear if any of you are also closeted uh, Gone in 60 Seconds fanatics such as myself. I have a feeling I'm the only one. Uh, so thank you so much for your support for this show, for making us your walk around your neighborhood and your drive to work. We have some more exciting things coming for you. We have another retro review coming up soon for Beetlejuice. And uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you're going to want to listen to that episode. I'm going to make a shocking confession when, uh, when we do that one. So uh, stay tuned for Beetlejuice. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.